0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: We're going to have guests. The main thing is starting with League Express. In defence of the BBs on 4020, by 4020 magazine, Nicholas from your news agents, um, Michael Brown of Stokesley. <laughs> we can't calm down that. No, don't, uh, don't do that. Uh, Michael Brown, not the former Sheffield United midfielder, I assume. Stokesley in North Yorkshire. You know when they repeat the the big match replayed on. ITV. Brian Moore reads out everyone's address in full, including children. It's like, when did they stop doing that on TV? Um, GDPR. Yeah, in defence of the BBC, it says here. And there's a, a long letter. I'm assuming last week to was off the BBC, but this week. Um, and he, he says, look, no, rubbish. That's a bit, a bit harsh, isn't it? Um, nationally, the Super League show, although heavily derided, does exactly what it says on the tin. Just your Super league. Uh, but, to my mind, says Michael, the broadcaster has always been a champion of Rugby League, apart from John Inverdale. Uh, he doesn't put that out, I put that in. Or uh, Richard Bacon. Richard Bacon. I, I, I quite like John Inverdale, which goes against my Rugby League principles, but there you go. Uh, and has drawn attention to its inclusive and community-based qualities by documenting the efforts of Kevin Seinfeld. The uh, famous, famous American comedian. comedian. Yeah, <laughs> I used to love this program. Used to have, they used to put Seinfeld on, on a worse slot than the Super League show. Imagine that. <laughs> so, well, welcome to Kevin Seinfeld There uh, gets a mention in the League Express this week. We're here at Henley. Why are we here at Henley, uh,
2: It's props night. They have got four props from across the eras uh, who are going to tell us their uh, experiences and, and humorous anecdotes, as, as, as props are wont to do. Um, you've got Steve Pitchford, the Bionic Barrel, for those who that's remember that's a great
3: nickname
2: yeah that is a great nickname uh, Lancaster Trophy winner at the 1977 Challenge Cup Final uh, try scoring the World Cup Final that same year uh, then they've got uh, Barry McDermott uh, who a uh, fan of the show I've heard of him mm-hmm. he was on it once Sky Pundit um, but obviously had a great rivalry with Stuart Field which is uh, never failed to be mentioned no. uh, Jamie Peacock who had a similar rivalry with Willie Mason had a good book out no, as well, you understand. Never failed to... me. I, I couldn't possibly comment on that. Um, and somebody called Danica Um Never heard of it. Uh, no. Uh, who obviously... It's great that they're including now women in uh, in the mix of, of great props. So uh, it should be a good night. Expecting over 150 people. Pie and peas. JJB is the host. Wow. So we thought we'd gate crash. He must have played prop at some point. Oh, he will. he played everywhere, yeah, he, pretty yeah. much.
1: He will have done. He's the... Uh,
2: but his introduction could take the first hour and a half, I suspect. That's true. But it'd be a good, it should be a good night, and hopefully they'll come on and tell us about
1: it either before or after. We don't really want to talk about Leeds as performers at Hockey hour, do we? Well, it won't take very long. <laughs> <laughs> John Abdel, least quite good at kicking, I understand. Well, I,
2: t- I don't know what the um, picture showed on the telly for those um, who were watching it, but whatever it was, it was ten times worse in real life. Um, the, the rain was absolutely cascading. There was, there was a wind that was whipping it up, and in the first half, when Holkar had the elements, Abdul was in his absolute prime. He was, he was superb, and yes, there was a lot of criticism, um, some of it founded on uh, young Luke Cooley in his debut at fullback and, and Daryl Ol. but you know watching it the ball swirl around in those conditions. It was virtually impossible to predict where it was going to land. Uh, 14-0 at half time was probably still salvageable um, but the Leeds conceded a, a try straight after the break uh, which summed up everything that was wrong um, for them <laughs> during the night and emphasised how good Abdul's kicking was and um, I think also um, there were a couple of forwards who were absolutely superb for whole uh, for KR. Um, and, and you look at the meters and, and Jesse Sue was one of them um but you know full credit to cow you you play the conditions, and whilst Leeds would prefer to to presumably be on a on a night like mm-hmm. tonight at Headingley that 's bathed in sunlight and looking lush and green um you, you don 't always get that at this time of year and you 've got to be adaptable Le- Leeds weren 't in whole card were and thoroughly thoroughly deserved to win um so, yeah, uh, not a great, or edifying spectacle. It, it came down to five drives and the kick, and who was going to
1: make a mistake? And Leeds made more than Hull K.R. did. I didn't realise until at the end of the game that uh, Mallorca were playing football on, on via Sport, plus the three-time. I could have watched that instead, but I watched Leeds in the rain, but never mind. Um, so Hull K.R. going to the derby, obviously on the back of the win this week, but as we know, it is rivals round. Or, is it rivals round or rivalry round? Rivals, but...
2: We, which uh, some of it, yes, yeah. you get. You know, the whole derby, Wigan Saints. Wakefield's a city, by the way, for people making videos. Just uh, Cass and Wakefield, yeah, there's a logical derby. Not all of them are. You know, Catalan Warrington's turned out really well for the broadcaster because you've got the teams that are one and two in the league. So, there's a, you know, there is genuine rivalry about the way they're playing this season. I'm not sure Leeds and Huddersfield have had a rivalry since, I think, the Championship Final of 1914 but there you go have
1: won that one I assume they were never yes they were brilliant you know? yeah. the team of all talents can might hurt Can might have been there Ken <laughs> <Bates> wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> he might have been Hulk KR going into the derby and of course as we know because it's a cliche and if anyone says this on the TV they should be fried uh, with electrical wires on their testicles unless they're female um, and then I don't know where you'd put them you're not but,
2: doing um, rugby league bingo I commentators no. bingo yeah.
1: The form book, I mean we're next to a window here. I could throw it out there, but I haven't got one. So Because there isn't one. No. And and Paul aren't gonna beat 'em because Warrington put them through the through the put them through the washing machine. The Hoover washing machine that Sean Briscoe was telling us was, was brought to us by Hoover at half time, as he mentioned Hoover about every three seconds with Helen Skelton. Well, um, he must have known he was on Channel 4 and was able to do so. Hoover. Um, Warrington 34, Hull 6. It was a very entertaining first half. And well, it made me think Well, it was a few were a Warrington fan. Well, Not that's, so that's much Hull. You well, know, Hull are rubbish these days, so, you know, I expected. But uh, pound for pound, Hull FC must be the worst value for money in Super League. Because as we know, Wakefield don't spend the salary cap and they haven't won a game yet. And they can't score. But Hull having pushed Sainz the other way well there's, there's no point in pushing Saints if you're going <laughs> <laughs> to I'm taking everything away from Warrington it's very unfair Warrington were very
2: good Warrington were exceptionally good in the first half I think that slight lack of ruthlessness that they showed in the second half is something that's the next stage that Daryl Powell needs to get them to That um, it's all very well being dominant at the moment but you have to kick on you know we saw when Salford played Hull that you know they, they took it to 60 and never gave in um, so yeah there would be some concerns for Darrell that they didn't keep that going and replicate it but I do think that um, Hull are clutching a little bit at straw to say because the second half was 6 all that they can get something out of it, I'm, I'm not sure I'd, I just think it, you know, everybody said it beforehand and it, it, it clearly was a case in point that um, what Hull are this year is what Warrington were last year and and that was emphasised in in that first half. And it, you know, Tony Smith no, knows the job that he walked into. He knows that it's a dressing room full of people, most of whom aren't going to be there. He can look at uh, what Daryl Powell has done and the side he has now got and recruited, and the style he wants to play, um, and hope that he's given the time and the space and um, you know the, the patience to do that. I'm I'm just again. I'm not sure it was sold to the whole fans that this will be a year where, yet again, you're going to have to put up with um, substandard performances to get eventually to where you want to be, because I think they've heard that for the
1: last five or six years. Well, this is the mystery, isn't its is You can blame a coach, but you can't blame a string of coaches, all of whom are different in style. Yes, their recruitment is very, I don't want to say one dimension, but they seem to go for a certain style of fold, we know that, but something's wrong at Hull and continues to be wrong at Hull and has been wrong at Hull for a long time so what that is do I blame the owner?
2: I don't know I I think again just collecting a a group of players who individually are are good and fill a brief but you're not building or or putting together a team and a culture and an identity is probably what Hull are guilty of And, and certainly Warrington in the past have been guilty of that it might get you at certain points, a cup. But it doesn't build that um, longevity. Uh, it doesn't, there's no buy-in because the, the turnover is, is either too quick or the players who tend to stay for too long probably aren't quite at the level that you need them to be at to sustain success. So um, I think they're in that, that hinterland at the moment, unfortunately.
1: Uh, Paul said was the first time he watched Winton this season, he was impressed. I am, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm slightly concerned that... What if it is their year? What, what, happen, what do we do next year? <laughs> who, who do we get on to? I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like to be cast because they never won the league, the top, the, the championship. But even, that's, no, even that makes no sense because they have won the championship. You know what I mean? They haven't been I, the
2: champions um, of England. Away, I have. mean, we're, we're a quarter of the way through the season so you can start to make some general judgments and it's clear that unless Warrington alarmingly fall off the standard that they've set or they get key injuries over a long-term Um, in spine positions and they are going to be there or thereabouts it's then the mentality of when they get into a game where everything's riding on it and there is no, well we can put it right next week do they have the characters it be interesting, Josh Maguire should make his debut in Catalan um, this week after his his seven week ban again he's not a bad bloke to come into a team that's already winning, so it's just how you manage that and uh, I think they have got some some good young players who were maturing so Matty Ashton Josh Theulis, uh, Matty Nicholson um, had played played really well I think um, so yeah you've you got to have a core of young people you can build a team around and some stars behind them I think you know Stephen Ratchford looked comfortable we, we've said on this programme before Josh Drinkwater I think is the, the guy who hasn't had enough mentions but actually has, has been able to be that bridge between dominant forwards and George Williams doing what he wants so yeah, it's, it is impressive. And um, all it means at the moment is they're in a position to win something rather than other clubs at the bottom who are probably in a position not to win anything.
1: I did like the look of Nicholson. I think it's the first time I've seen him play. Mm. He's a very... Yeah. I don't know if Raw's the right word, but you can tell he's... There's something about I mean, I on you know, the comments Kai, uh, Kai said it in commentary. There's something about him. He's going to be a future star, but uh, not that I want to compare him to a Paul Schultz or whatever because it's far too big a... I think you can see why Wigan were
2: upset when he left because mm. clearly they'd recognised that he was a potentially great player in, in, of the future and indeed uh, I suspect that's, that Warrington will, will benefit from
1: that. Um, so it could be Warrington's year. Uh, now, <laughs> Tim and Mark having a go at us here, this is not good. Tim says, looks like you've arrived early for the bingo in the cabaret suite of a cruise ship. This is the, <laughs> it's the, the it's premier the suite premier suite of the Premier Rebel League I mean the We've just been watching cricket. Yorkshire Cricket are playing against some uni students oh it's finished I you know, never played Barnsley College when I was there I could have, could have got a me. it's finished I think it was a it was a draw Mark says we would have got thrown out for dressing like bin men it's one of my best shirts matches it's not a black tie tie is it no I mean, I told. it's fine it's prop forwards it's hardly likely it to be uh, dressed suits. Is it? I'm having to wow. lean forward to read the comments because the sun's why even though I've got it on my phone big test for saints on Friday says Paul they really need to click now. The concern is growing among the fan base. I know uh, Kev, who's very... I mean, he was negative when they won four in a row. I mean, he could still win five in a row. He's always upset about something at Saints. But uh, they beat Wakefield 38 nil. I've not seen the highlights because I don't need to. Um, I think Wakefield twenty-nil is our new name. It's D- like 4-0 D- would
2: be concerning. Four out of seven. Uh, was it? They've only scored 43 points so far this year, which, you know, six a game. It's, it's, it's clearly... An Achilles heel, and then when they go behind, knowing that they 're not going to be able to score points, it, it runs away from them the The Derby will be interesting because there 's two key players out we now know one from either side, so, Alex Worms is out for a month, uh, Jai field anything up to ten weeks mm. um, so I th- I, you know who, who do you think is more inconvenienced by a star player probably probably does affect Wigan a little bit more, particularly as Cade Cust is now out indefinitely with his neck injury and They'd move Jai Field to obviously, uh, um, you know, up into six to cover for that. So that that is a blow for Wigan, I think, and um, will affect the way they want to play. Certainly, um, at lee it, it, you know, Field and French were were brilliant. Um, I suspect that twenty-two thousand tickets already sold. It'd be close on the start. Yeah. What, what we do know is it'd be an absolutely wonderful atmosphere, and it will be down to temperament that. Um, you know, who who copes with that best?
1: Kevin, you're not late. We were just early. Don't don't, don't panic. We didn't want to waste the opportunity. No. Uh, up the wire. Next three games will judge whether to get excited or not. Yeah, I think I that's think, fair. Yeah, three big games. And, and yeah. again, if if you don't
2: win them all, you're still uh No, still and, and there, I think like. we we said it last week, and, and Steve McNamara was was honest enough about it this week that it's when you suffer your first defeat, how do you respond to that? McNamara said that he detested the way his team had played, but he couldn't fault the fact that they'd shown enough to come back and beat Castleford. And, and if Warrington do lose either at Catalan or against Saints and Wigan, what are they going to do the following week? How will that affect them? You know, confidence is a, you know, it's a strange beast in sport, and you can be top of the world one minute and then questioning what you're doing and why you're doing the other. So uh,
1: he's wearing a suit. He looks very smart. He does, doesn't he? You can't see him but he's gonna appear there. There he is, Mr. Jones And of course it's good now because it's Easter and there's not two games. So Which we is can't, fantastic. We can't blame that.
2: I think that is fantastic. I think that's gonna not only improve the product over Easter and the, the rolling excitement, the narrative that J mm. J B likes to talk about all the time, that we're gonna have a game. Yeah, you know, we're gonna have six games over the, the four days which is great. You can then roll them into each other. Um but you know, the standard is going to be better because there isn't a second game on the Monday and the standard the week after that is going to be better because that's the one that you know, is almost unwatchable
1: Yeah, everyone plays pretty much on Good Friday apart from and wakefield on Thursday that includes the Championship in League One as well Two games on Saturday in the Super League Catalan's Warrington and Leeds-Salford plus Cornwall-Doncaster Doesn't so Doncaster get a nice weekend out in, in if you at Cornwall? Can, if you're going to have to go to Cornwall go on a bank holiday weekend Sunday Leeds here Against Huddersfield and Leeds Women versus York, and which then, I think is a great coverage as well. It. Looking mm.
2: forward to the start of the Women's Super League season. Brilliant that they um, they clearly have got to
1: repeat at the grand finals of the opening game. We've got a guest for you tomorrow. Fingers crossed. So there'll be an extra podcast later this week. So I think it's an exclusive, possibly an exclusive, but it's a good job we didn't speak to Jody Cunningham last week. Not that we didn't want to speak to Johnny Cunningham, but it's just just, just dumb luck. Um, so Saints won, Wakefield lost. Um, I mean, we're going to put 50 past Cass on Thursday, I mean, you can record this and, and, and prove it to me but right again, the phone book is going to go out of the window. It is. We're
2: going to go do, burn do, I, are we you, don't read books. Are you buying them. into the idea that um, it's virtually a million-pound game a quarter of the way into the season, which I think is how it's going to be built up this
1: week? Um, no, because I've just looked at the league table. Apparently, Cass will have lost 65 of their seven games this season. So, uh, that's, so that's a good that. percentage. It is, it is. So if we've gone percentages, no. Um... I can't get annoyed and concerned by Wakefield's form, knowing that this is probably <laughs> at the start of the season, this is what it been. that might happen anyway. So Wakefield have picked
2: up three line players from Huddersfield, which mm. at least is going to give them a little bit of more depth. But I think what they, they won't have factored in, as indeed Castleford won't have done, is the form of Lee, mm. um, which even though um, Wigan beat them relatively convincingly this week, um, you know. Three wins out of seven games is, is still a, a better return than, than most had thought, and they've got an experienced group of players that are not going to get phased if they have a run of four or five games where they don't pick up a win. I think the, the worry for the loser of Wakefield and Castleford is that you know everybody will then say this crisis. Um, clearly, Cass have got to overcome going to Perpignan on Saturday night to play again on the Thursday, which I think again is a is a really
1: tough ask. Um, yeah, it doesn't need to be the Thursday game, does it? it I know Salton played on Sunday, so they. But
2: it's the oh, travel back, yeah. and, you know, it, it does seem to be a, a really tough ask for Castleford, I
1: think. Mark, there's going to be somebody sat there in a bit, that's why, that's why there's only half. That's why there's the space. When, I, when you say just a camera, it's my laptop. So it's not, you know, some professional organisation
2: got a microphone
1: I know I mean you can't see it but that's my actual uh, that's, I, I use that for work it was cheap uh, Salford lost to Huddersfield 26-16 good result for mm-hmm. the Giants I was thinking of um, Ian Watson two years ago at Huddersfield where they had the awful season then rebuilt was it last season I can't, I'm lost yep and Darrell Palm last year if they'd been managers of Chelsea they'd been out on the radio long ago good well again they?
2: Huddersfield is a very good example of why there shouldn't be too much panic at the moment at Hull, because they've got Wakefield, uh, uh, Warrington as a template, and they've got Huddersfield as a template. When a coach comes in and wants to play a certain way, then he has to have the players that he know can play that way. Normally, when they arrive, they already get who's been recruited because they're taken over from someone who's built up a team that they wanted to play a different way. So, you know, the way Tony Smith wants to play isn't the way Brett Hodgson wanted to play. The players that have been signed would have been. In the mould of the Brett Hodgson way. So there will be some weeding out, there will be some moving on, and there will be, we need some players who can move the ball, um, not big forwards that will just trundle
1: it all day. And the bad news orders, of course, coming out of that, when is Ashton Golden, who's been in good form, and Will Price, both injured uh, going into Sunday's game. Big rival Yeah links.
2: Golding's definitely out Again they've said Six to eight weeks Price did leave on crutches But um, They don't know the extent Of his ankle injury Just at the moment
1: well, Hopefully that means Ashton Golds on the telly A bit more Because he's good on the telly
2: He now, is so, good uh, We do like him Yeah I, I do find that You know The current player Adds a whole new dimension To uh,
1: well, There's no characters In Ribley League. Anymore. Really There's no characters in Who says the, the internet people There's, there's, no, there's oh, no characters okay. Anywhere Eddie Hearn probably said it as well. but anyway. I think that's, uh, that's a. <laughs> yes, uh, m- just,
2: mi- just, mi- Mr. Hearn and his um, dalliance is with Conor Ben at the moment. He's, uh, he may well be hitting out at other sports, but there are one or two things in his own house that possibly needs to be put in order as well.
1: I think our. We, if he's our watching, regs, yeah. we'd still like yeah. him involved in the sport. We've put our eggs in a basket, then I think we'll, we'll work out okay. We'll, we'll find out sooner rather than later, anyway i brought them on. First guest.
3: Pleased to meet you, sir. Uh, do, do join us. No, can, do you mind if I stand up? Of course not, as long as you're I on camera. I <laughs> you. If I get sat down... You we may never... Uh, we, well, we might need to, to win you the out the knees will stiffen up and that'll be me, then. Uh, this is Richard. <laughs> nice to meet, to meet you. Richard,
2: yeah. okay. Steve Pitchford. The Bionic Barrel. The if, bionic you don't I don't it, don't, if you no, don't, don't mind me calling you
1: that. That's what I used to
3: call me, mate. One of the great nicknames of Rugby League.
1: I should warn you we're live, just in case you.
3: You've uh, the, the cats swear. Oh, you well, can't. We, swear. Can. we what, don't right? care. Uh, we don't care. It, it asked me for it.
2: <laughs> I am fascinated by a game you played in that I know very little about because um, I don't think we got the level of information then that we would have got now. What's that? The nineteen seventy-seven World Cup final at yes. the Sydney Cricket Ground. I remember it well. Which you scored a try in. Yes. And England yeah. lost, Great uh, Britain lost by a point. Lost by a point, yeah. 13-12 against a great Australian if team. George,
3: if George Fairburn kicks the goal, we win by a point. And he missed. So the love
2: by a point. Yeah. But t- tell us about that game, because clearly Arthur Beatson was playing
3: against you. It was a great Australian team. I got his um, I got his last international jersey. I swapped his jersey, you know. And it was his last international jersey after Pizza, which was a catch. Um, but that, yeah, um, we had a good team out. It, yeah. was, it was as good as we could have put out. Um, I can't remember it, like his, his name from Muddersfield. Billy Thompson. Billy Thompson. Yeah. And he, and Stuart Wright intercepted a ball. Nobody in front of him. He could not have failed but scored under sticks and Billy threw his whistle for obstruction. Did did Billy forget that we were in Australia? (laughs) But it wasn't that obstructed, it it was an Australian who obstructed. It wasn't his fault. And he he says, says, as soon as I blow whistle, he says, I could have swallowed it. (laughs) Yeah. But you were at at your peak then, would you say, that that 1977?
2: 1977, I
3: had had a really, really good season. Uh, I got voted player of the season from here, seventy-seven. I got the Manchester Trophy in 77 uh, and I went to Australia and I were players of the, of the tournament. So I, I had a really, really good season.
2: And what was it like playing at the Sydney Cricket Ground in a World Cup final? Because there's not too many people
3: that would have experience. what you did. It's an old adage thing, isn't it? It's, it's like the game starts, you concentrate, you don't bother about what's around you. I, well, I never did. I never bothered about was around me. And, well I did once, we were, play, we were playing uh, Team Up Country, and we were red hot, and I were gagging, and I went to the blocks drinking, I said, hey, get a drink of that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
2: And yeah. that 77 that final against Widners, who were the Cup Kings yes, at the time, yes, yes. had in their pack the likes of Jim Mills. Yeah. Bill Ramsey who yeah, played yeah, so well up yeah, yeah, here um, you'd have played with Bill yeah, I did. Um, so you knew what he could do Dougie Lawton Mick, well. Adams. Mick Adams but you you monstered L- him that day L- 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 well. yeah yeah but you you were fantastic that day it, you, you, you never win a game single handedly but that
3: was about as close as you could get we we were a good steady team we we had a, a great balance right from number one to number 13 <laughs> we had a great balance aside we had the speed we had the uh, go down the middle tough players who could do that Um, I mean I always remember Graham Eccles Mm. I always said he must have known (laughs) everybody he never stopped he just ran and ran and tackled he, everything. That he wasn't didn't. the biggest. He, yeah, no. he wasn't the biggest player, and he never it, got international it, honors. And i thought he Did even get Yorkshire? Yeah. Because he was, he was up against such as like Phil Lowe. Mm-hmm. um um not know the big, big, legendary that player for all. I went on tour with us. I can't remember his name. This is what you get when <laughs> right. like, sorry, right. you sorry. It's all right. It's all with you. We'll go, we'll go down there and I'll start, bit, start with family. And I'll just shout, it was. <laughs> because <laughs> it'll come back to me then. I'll wake up at three in the morning yeah, start yeah. ringing yeah. people. Yeah. No, it shows me about 20 minutes as I, as I can think of it. So in terms of your career,
2: um, you came in as a very young player into an established team because that team of the... The late '60s at um, Leeds was a, was a great side. I'm t- thinking, it were, it
3: were like everybody's normal fullback. There were John Ackie and Alan Smith, John. Holmes. They were running the show. No, it wasn't John. Holmes. Uh, they stabbed off. They were Mick Schubert. Yeah. Seaborn. Right. And the centres were Sid um Bernard um, Watson. Bernard Watson. Yeah. They were, they were three quarters and pack were Mick, 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 Clark. Mick Clark, Tony Crosby, Tony Crosby uh, Kenny, Kenny Ayes, Albert Ay, oh. Bill Ramsey, and Ray Batten so as
2: a young kid coming into that environment with the likes of David Ward and Roy Dickinson, yeah. that must have been a perfect apprenticeship for you.
3: Well, it, well, there were a few years before then. So it showed up. He um, paved the way. You See what happened was that we had the Black Pearl, who was coach, right Francis, and his idea of coaching was: well, if you're good enough to play for Leeds. Like I got my chance because Kenny A got injured, so I was number 10 for second team. You went into first team, and if you weren't good enough, what are you doing here? That's that was So he wasn't teaching you how to play, no. he, the expectation was you already could play, yeah. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would you know. But as it went through, there were such as Graeme Eccles, John Holmes, um, Phil, he went into second team, Les Dill they more or less, uh, grey Eccles, they more or less went in and, and fitted in. Whereas I had to play for the players, I had to, because uh, anybody can put your head down and run, out of there, that's not hard working, putting your head down and running. But yeah, I got my chance and I did alright. Um, the first thing that Roy Francis did to me and I says, what do you think you're doing? But it, it was pre-season training. He says, what you what are you doing? He says, I'm going out. He says, you'll never make a room to play, you. I said, all oh, right, thanks. <laughs> and then he went to Australia. <laughs> so I got my chance. And when he came back, I was already in the squad then. So, so you got your chance under Derek Turner? No, I
2: didn't like me either.
4: Did
3: he not like you? No. Weren't,
2: you weren't hard enough to play? I
3: wasn't dirty enough yet. to
2: play for Derek oh. Turner. Because you wanted to play rugby, you didn't want to necessarily take your opposite number. No,
3: I wasn't bothered about trying to knock people out. I wanted to play the rugby. But Derek signed a lot of players. He signed some players on that were good footballers, don't get me wrong, that could play football. But he always had had in his pack the Assassins. Tony (laughs) Fisher. Yeah, well, he got so inefficient, he got the uh, the kid from Featherston number eight goal kicker Terry Clawson
1: Terry
3: I he, thought you he, meant Gary Hetherington no apparently. no he liked, he liked to knock a few out in <laughs> terms of your extended
2: run then did that come under initially Eric Ashton because he was here for a year or was no, it after Eric had gone
3: me. Eric didn't like you did anybody like See, <laughs> uh, C.D. Hines liked that. <laughs> I got um, I played one season I played about 17 to 18 games straight off and then it was like, no, you're not my you, not off you go. And the thought keeping me sweet would be, but it won't, I, I won't bother. I wanted to play for Leeds, I wanted to be out there. So you were happy to play in the A team if you weren't playing in the first yeah, team and wait quite, for the next opportunity? I was quite happy. Yeah, so you'd yeah, have
2: hated but, dual registration or yeah, going out on the
3: the the, 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 uh, the chances would come. I don't know that, um, but like the conversation, the, the, like I say, the, our pack we had Mick Addison, David Ward, and myself in front the which were the power, right, the stoppers. You know, we blocked middle at Parkour. Then we had the fabulous records. Um Phil Cookson. and then when we went to Wembley, we had Stan Fernley yeah. and David. No, Mick. Mick, Mick Stanton and then Mick Crane, yeah. Came the Mick following Kane. yeah, yeah. Uh, and we had the power of the guy, the guile. um John Holmes, of course, right? Kevin Dick, he, he, he was a, a, a player of his own making. He, he, he did a lot of good, good things. They were like, they were like another forward with Kevin. It, it could stop anything, you know. If you run at him like you could get tackled. That was simple. You know, like you say, run Ronald Littlewoods. No, <laughs> not Kevin. So you mentioned Mick Harrison there,
2: arguably one of the toughest players, certainly I've ever seen. Yes, play, yes. But came to training in a mini. How the hell did he get in this? <laughs> I
3: don't know. I didn't know he had a mini car. Now we got it, to be proud. Half yet. an hour apparently to get out the car before you did any training. <laughs> yeah, well, I can imagine that with Mick. But yeah, he, he was was he as tough as we thought he was? <laughs> yeah. Didn't take any liberties with Mick. And what's it like to play like somebody like that? The thing was, Nobody took busy. No. He didn't allow it. He didn't want it, he didn't allow it. So that if you wanted to go out there and play with big, he was your man. But if you're out there and rough it up, he was your man. Great player, great for us. Hey, How are you you doing? Alright old lad, nice to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. You good? Yeah, fine. How are you? Alright, how are you? You're now live oh that's good I do swear have
2: I just <laughs> have nice I just interrupted so like, no, it's, right. it's fine yeah. we're very lay safe there aren't we
3: yeah did we just talk
1: there. about McAllister? oh yeah
2: you'd remember
3: very
1: very one of the toughest prop forwards that ever played again
3: but it was good for him mm. it would have been, been good for David yeah, Rod absolutely I was right. very fortunate not to have to scrimmage again mm. but he would he would you could you could argue yourself up. you know what I mean a nobody big strong nobody wanted to.
1: Nobody wanted to mess with him. Did That's that? what I've
3: just, just said that. exactly the same message Nobody mm. took liberties to with Mick. Mm. Which, if you're playing alongside him, it, it's fantastic. Yeah, but there's that, no, because that because they wouldn't take liberties with Mick. They took liberties. To what do you think? Oh, mess? <laughs> <laughs> this is about wouldn't take liberties
4: with nine. Then. Yeah,
3: but Sid have sorted about anyway. Oh, how are you, Bas? How are you, Bas? Danica, how are you? Thank you for joining. Oh, is that it? I'm done. Well, <laughs> we're just very grateful <laughs> to uh, to have had you. No, work. listen, okay. just send the cheque to... <laughs> check <laughs> you, Cheque? You'll be the first. <laughs> <laughs> if you get a cheque, <laughs> you'll be the first. <laughs> Thank you very much, gentlemen.
5: Shall we go at the same time? How are we doing, gents? Oh, oh, good good all right. you
1: Are oh, you Oh, how are you? Good. I'm always good. Doing, good.
3: Always
1: great. Yes. Have, Does it texta- mess your... Uh, no. No, I
0: understand. I'm dictating your podcast. I'm what? saying you can come on with us. All together. Look at that. I'll take one to you.
3: How are we? We're good. Looking we're all forward battery. to a good night. Oh, there'll be some stories. Yeah, I love aren't. it.
5: I love it. And and in, in, a sign of that era. So he's seen him. I've not seen him for a while. He's like, what does anybody want to listen to me for? <laughs> well, he's just told us what. Yeah. Quarter of an hour of gold. So. Yeah. They're no coaches. No,
1: no coaches liked him. Honestly. No.
5: <laughs> and as well, I think that era. It was a pure. They were part time, but it was a player rugby. Of what I do, and then at the weekend I enjoy myself.
2: Well, the other thing he just said that was really interesting is, they only ever wanted to play for this club. Yeah. So there was dual registration wouldn't have worked. Going on loan wouldn't have worked. He was happy to sit in the A team for however long it took for the coach to bring him back.
5: Yeah.
2: And we sort of lost a little bit of that.
5: Absolutely, because it's a business, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And it amazes me. And. We're here on behalf of the Players Association. I love it. I value and hold it in really high regard and esteem the, the role that I play within that, and I love it. But what I'm always envious is when you see the lads from the 70s and the 80s, and there's a table of 15 of them. They've all grown up, they've played amateur together, they've played schools rugby together, whether they're from that side or this side, they know each other intimately, and it's, um, it's a, been 10 a good years? era. Uh, what? Well, <laughs> sat me, on a table. The t- on. Well, it'd be me on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> exactly. I mean, on so Sunday because Willie P be leaving. Yes. So there's a, yeah, yeah, there's a there's a well, table of, of his era there. So so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. few Shandies. <laughs> He's given great service, Willie, and, and um, well, you'll you'll know from being a Wakefield.
1: I mean, I have the utmost respect and always will for the fact that he. Obviously, he wasn't paid what he was told when he played in 2000 yeah. and still stayed in 2001. Yeah. So, as much as obviously I don't enjoy Leeds winning anything, you know, it may be a little. You started to enjoy Leeds winning stuff. We've been through this, it's so not the men. But <laughs> <laughs> when he won the grand final with Leeds, you know, it's a little. Yeah, and there's always a bit of that as well, yeah. isn't there? Because he was, you know, another servant. The word servant is a strange one, isn't it? But, He probably was at Wakefield getting paid to well, wasn't getting paid to do a lot of work, so he'll always be, always be there. What will what? I first met
5: Willie when he was about seventeen. I was eighteen. I played over in New Zealand with Barla, and uh, we we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we shared the field. We did what we did, parted ways, never expecting to see each other ever again because rugby league's like that he came over on a tour, I think it was with Auckland, spent some time with a guy called uh, Say Solomona, David Solomona's uncle, he was called Tiny, his nickname was Tiny, because he was the smallest of them all, <laughs> but he was <laughs> still, but he was still yeah. 6 foot 4 and 115 kilograms, but I played with Tiny at Oldham, Willie was staying at his house and, and Willie said to me at training one night with Oldham oh, I've got this kid over from Auckland he wants to, wants to see you, he, he reckons he knows you and I'm Blase thinking, who do I know from from Auckland? And met up with Willie again. He signed for Unslet, signed for Wakefield, did a bit of stuff at Wakefield, and then when he learned his trade and when he was good enough, he came for, to the Rhinos. When he
2: was good enough. Yeah. Talking of Oldham,
5: massive change. Yeah, yeah. He's done. He's done uh, the unthinkable, Mike Ford. He's he's managed to to get hold of the club and. I think there's a lot of goodwill around Mike now and I don't want to rubbish and disrespect anybody else's contribution but um, it, it needed it and it needed new energy, it needed new people, new voices um, Move back to Boundary Park That is important because it's an old postcode and although Staley Bridge is only a couple of miles down, down the road from me it still didn't quite feel like it should have done so so yeah, I'm, I'm pleased for Ford yeah, and, and, and a lot of as will... You we'll get, get back involved. involved. He, he actually rang me a couple of days before, and I went, "Jesus, you must be struggling if you're asking me to get <laughs> me, me, me boots back on, as in, as in, help out with the squad." But um,
0: oh, I have any been played then. No,
5: no, <laughs> God forbid, no. I'm 50 years old. I'm 51 in a bit, Danica. No, um, I say never. My shoulders are made of biscuits. We've had this conversation. Don't pretend to be soft now. Um, not to play, but just to. To to have an influence on, on mm. the on the players and what have you and, and maybe do a little bit of, of coaching. I haven't said no, but I've said not yet. So so yeah, I think uh, it's just good, it's just, it's got, just got a good. real good feel and they and they had me, you know, when they said that he'd signed on, ready to play really? on, on April the first. <laughs> really? Yeah on the phone. Yeah. Are you sure? I was like, What's he doing? What's he <laughs> playing at? Maybe fifty one inch old. that's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like having Richard and Jude, you know, but, you know <laughs> but the Richard's likeable. Um, Danica, it's a, ni- it's a night where we're celebrating the great number 10s of Leeds. You wore 8, so was Daniel Anderson busy?
0: No, well, I started out at 8 and 10, actually, and then I played 10 for England.
1: You could have told me that. So, a well,
0: talent. I wanted to get, get to into to it. Tru- right? We didn't actually to get given numbers. Tru- we didn't get given numbers until the second year. So 2018, I played like three numbers, actually, so... But, Yeah. So I'm up there. Thank you very much. But thank you for doing your research anyway, Richard. It's what i You know I don't do any research.
1: I've never yeah, done it wasn't
0: research. until it wasn't until halfway through, like the second season, really, that they um, allocated numbers and stuff. So yeah, but uh, it, yeah, to be here is a little bit crazy. It's that I like crazy roller coaster ride I'm isn't it? I stand here and I'm like looking around at the the company, and it's still hard to believe that I'm like, alongside it. Sometimes, so I'm just going to take every moment and enjoy it. How important is it for the
2: women's game, though, that you are? Because it kicks off this weekend, and somebody has made a conscious decision to say, we need to have you on the panel, which is quite a compliment to yeah, the women's game, as much as you can. It's wicked
0: as well, and I think, you know, I, I like to think that I've done a little bit for the women's game when I was playing, and now maybe for the women coming up in the media and stuff, and, and kind of just letting them know that there's, a, there's an alternative route after. People generally think oh, I should go into coaching or I should retire, but now I'm like, I've never touched coaching
1: you've tell them that because then they'll be after your job <laughs> don't
0: say that I've already figured out from the lobby <laughs> <had some time. laughs> it's, it's one of those things isn't it like it's, um, it's wicked to be involved it's, it's showing the importance of the women's game putting the women on the same pedestal the women have got a long way to come still but if you keep tapping away and making it it's, it's about making it a product isn't it rugby league's a product and make the women part of that product and then that's only going to grow so I'm, yeah, if I'm going to start be the trailblazer for the women and this side of it then let's go we were
2: just talking about the Easter period and how it's different this year because it's only the one game. Sky is showing all six, when seven if you include the women's game, plus three NRL games mm-hmm. from Thursday to Sunday. For a commentator, is it easier as a narrative to roll out of one game and into the next one rather than thinking, oh, "I've got to get a whole round in on the Thursday, Friday, and got to get another whole round in on Monday"?
5: Because there's more than just Eddie and Steve. All now, we we. St- we've got sort of two or three responsibilities each. So it's enough of a bite-sized um, exposure. The, the truth is, I hate missing any game. I, I hate it. I hated it as a player. I hate it now. Um, last week, or a week before, I can't remember, I watched Thursday with a pizza and sat at home with my son and my, my son-in-law, and we watched it on TV. Friday I was at the game, and then Saturday it was the Catalan weekend. I was in the posh seats on the on, in the director's box with um, with a mate of mine, and I, and I watched it in that way. But I hated it. I don't like missing any. So I, I see that skill as like playing. It's muscle memory, mm. and the more you do, the better. Do you, do you feel that, Danica?
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think like doing the punditry stuff's easy because you're just doing the analysis, but the commentating, and because I've been out of the loop of commentating, I only did it a, of, a few weeks ago, and it, in le- once I'm out of the loop, I think it's much harder to get back into the flow of it. But once you've done a few then yeah as long as you've, you, know, you know what you're talking about I think it's always helpful to have a bit of research isn't it or at least know the players and the people know a little bit about where the club's history is in terms of their stats and their playing figures but generally you say what you see and you, you build a narrative based on the fact that you've seen what they've done last, the look of the week before or who they've got leading to you know like it's massive for Warrington isn't it they've had a really good spell of seven in seven games but the next three games are actually the more important ones Catalan away St Helens Wigan. So that will be the exciting ones to cover because, yeah, you've got a nice build-up of where they've been, but really, we're going to test them over the next three weekends. And I
5: think traditionally as well, we get past Easter and we know what the runners and riders are, don't we? You can, you can look at everybody who's gone through the squads, they've used those, sort of those second and third-in-line players, so you know what quality they've got behind the 1-17. to 17, So I, I am reluctant to say it, but I think Warrington are
4: they've got the to mix. win the league
5: you can't you can't it's harder to make you spoken too it. soon you've spoken
0: too soon well
5: before a ball is kicked it's too soon which is what I've done for the last three <laughs> years
0: There's five on it they won't win it
5: right they'll win the league gamble responsible they'll win the league they will win the league leadership. shield they will not ok that's <laughs> the easiest pound I've ever earned but do you know and, and I've been thinking about this over the gamble last couple of weeks gamble safely people yeah the fool and his money, and all that. I've been thinking about it over the last couple of weeks, and my, my reference, playing wise, goes back to them Bradford, Leeds, Derby, brilliant that they were. They had a big pack, they had a mobile pack, they had a couple of crafty half backs, and some, some pace and some power. There's a lot of similarities between the Bradford of those those really heydays for, 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 for that club and, and Warrington, and they've got their own awesome foursome at Warrington Wolves, haven't they? And we were saying that. You know, clearly so it's a tough ride at home at the moment, but there's
2: a template of what Warrington were, were last year, what Huddersfield yeah. were when he and Watson were. It's going to be a great yeah. game,
5: that whole, whole FC, whole
2: you, you just Well, again, you start with Casford and Wakefield. Yeah. Now, that's that's going to be a great game as well, isn't no, it? No, but it's been built up prematurely as <laughs> yeah. a £1 million game in weight, isn't it? But yeah. it, it clearly isn't. But should Wakefield lose and be cut adrift and leave playing as well as they are, it then makes the next three goals yeah. well, so difficult.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah absolutely, there's so many different directions for us to go in Who talk about it there's lots of things to get people hooked on the game whether it's the threat of relegation or the threat of continuing a a spiral of of poor performances or keeping the momentum of of great performances but whoever put the rugby gods that structured the games together, they're, they're all pretty well matched aren't they, there isn't one where you think that's a A bad team against a good team and vice versa.
2: In terms of
5: IMG, because I know you're keeping your eye on
2: all of that, they're going to report on Wednesday about grading and the slight revisions to
5: it. Are you a fan in principle of what they're trying to do? Absolutely, yeah. I've been of the thought process that we need to get outside influence. We're all that busy working in the business, we can't improve the business as a whole, we need to stand, stand back and have a look at what the best thing to do for the actual product we're, we're arrogant if we think that the game <laughs> itself is going to sell triple e. the game's always been brilliant, the, the players will always deliver but it's not enough for some people if they're not died in the world they're not, they're not brought into it as kids or stumble on it in the teenage years, what's going to bring them in? It's going to be those outside experience or event type Um, things that will bring them in, so IMG have most people's full support, don't they? But it's
0: making the game a product, like, you know, when the product sells. So I take it, Cristiano Ronaldo is one person. He has more following on social media than Manchester United and Real Madrid put together because it's a product. Make a product of the game, get the fans in. Sit, you know, You've know, you got to hit the bar differently now. It's not Sky Sports BBC watching the TV anymore. It's clips on of the big hits, of the big fights, of the, the great athletic tries. That's the product now. And the more people that you get watching that, the bigger the games going to get, the more you include the fans, the academy, the women's, whatever it is you need to do, it becomes a business and an entity, doesn't it, that people want to then commit to, either as a fan or as a sponsor. You know, an endorsement
5: or whatever it is, so an investment and make it a product and then it's going to sell. We need the players to play that part, which they always have. We need the clubs to give that freedom to players. So, how many times have we sat down, all of us, and gone, we don't know the players, we don't know the personalities, Mm -hmm. there's nobody that steps forward and puts their head above the parapet. There's a little bit of the media managers pulling them back, coaches pulling them back, saying, sit down, don't make yourself a target. If they were a little bit more forthcoming, we could talk about them in more depth, we could give more layers to that to that character. And it is about latching on to a if you're not both well, know I'm I'm not born in Leeds but consider Leeds my team because of the time that I spent here. I'm not I'm not naturally gonna come to that conclusion if I'm born in Oldham and, and don't get any access to anywhere else. The people that know myself, they know Kev, they know Jack Jack now, they, they, they now follow leads because of the connections that they've got with us. Um, we've got some great players in Oldham that then, people who were born in Oldham are following, following Warrington or they're following Salford or they're following whoever it is, Bradford or whoever, they, they have that connection with that player. The players need to step up, they need to use social media, they need to give the Bit of the character away and, and, and view Harry themselves as a, a product. Classic example, yeah. Jake Connor,
0: who was every got You know, he was the fans' favourite, wasn't he, yeah. when he was here? Because he makes a point of making a bit of respect for himself, march up and down the side of the pitch, getting the fans engaged. You know, he's as giddy as the fans are sometimes. He's a he's a good product, but again, like I say, you need to do more of that. There needs to be more people like that. Sam Tompkins has made a name being the villain or whatever it is you know, whatever he's like off the field. On that field, do you think he's the bad person on that pitch? So there are some characters, but I agree more of that needs to happen. It's more exciting, isn't it? Pantomime.
2: In terms of building up rivalry round, you've done your, your promo for Sky, and a lot of it does have the physical element
5: from your do, do you want me to endorse violence? No, no but what I'm saying is... I'm happy really, to do it. It's really interesting
2: <laughs> where the line is between there has to be some aggression because that's the score, but we have to now look after the people that play it because of all the surrounding litigate, potential litigation with concussion so you've promoted it with that physical element but it is something that we're not obviously... Which which, which answer do you want Phil? Do you want me?
5: Do you want my answer? It's
2: passion,
0: no. it's passion what right? passion believe? and you're, you're, you're not here
2: representing anybody, I, I know that you are a fan of not taking all of the yeah. the physical intimidatory elements out of the sport because then it isn't the sport but it's tough now isn't it Cause it's it, it is world. tough
5: but it's not it's not something that we can't get over. I'm a, my, my second sport is is the UFC and, and, and MMA. I love that. Uh, boxing yes, to a, a lesser the extent. The question is,
0: yes, he loves the bit. Of yeah. That's going to work
5: that for yeah. yeah, Boxing yeah. to a lesser extent, because I think it's a little bit more pugilism <laughs> and hit and not get hit. But I like to see somebody get knocked out. <laughs> I like to see blood and guts all over the canvas. I can't be the only one that likes that. But by the same token, those... People that sign up to be MMA fighters, mm-hmm. boxers, bare knuckle fighters, I don't see any of them suing so the, the relative governing body. That is the extreme, and that's the 10 out of 10, and we, we're somewhere lower down that scale now. Somewhere in the middle is the place where we need to live. Um, I'll be honest, if, if you are suffering with some of the consequences of a, a professional sport and an a life in professional sport to a certain extent you know what you're doing and I, and I know I'm not going to get everybody um, to agree with me but that's just my thoughts my thoughts are my body smashed to bits now but I'm not I'm not complaining I, I loved everything a single second of it so you know we've just got to find the right balance haven't we?
1: When's your uh, t Riggs Detective series coming out? Because you're obviously <laughs> in charge of these... The world's worst... The w- most um,
0: horrific uh, picture, now to man.
1: <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> boy-bant, then. Well... The world's... But you're the uh, chief... Fleetwood Mac have come back I am Fleetwood M. Mac, yeah. <laughs> you're showing your age, now. Which one's James Bond? Of those? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be Hazel, yeah. Does it? Or, or, oh, right, or, or Stulford.
5: It's not A. He's still... I won't give his real age away, 67. but he's over 60. Well, I, I texted him, text him the other day. The great thing about Ellery is it doesn't matter where I see him; comes up to me, shakes my hand, gives me an embrace, and I still finish that embrace on look round to say, that's Ellery. Yeah. <laughs> me and him are like that. He's what still got that you? ability. He's what? That's what I do with you. I know. Well, this is my pal. Yeah. This is my
0: pal, everybody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you need to get out of it,
0: Maybe you did too then.
1: them. Yeah, she knows all the famous people on the yeah. telly now. Yeah. <laughs> a bit like him. Adam Hill, Helen Skelton, Sam Tompkins. Oh, he's... You get invited oh. to restaurant launches in London, in fashionable
0: Yeah, London. but was that next
1: to uh, Harry Moore, McDermott. Mark Wilson, yeah. you know, all, all those That's famous people.
0: aren't I? The reason I started playing rugby.
1: Well, I think he's our favourite out of Baz the Tex. The reason I ran away from my first bike. <laughs> That's not much of a bar, <laughs> Well, no, because... After the women's grand final last year, I said to Terry O'Connor, come on the podcast. And he said, oh, I don't do podcasts. Yeah. A week later, he's on a podcast. So he's a liar. He's a liar. Out there. Got it on there. He is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was signed for waif for the family. Kelly had stayed as coach as well in 2001, but I don't believe lie. that either. Yeah. And the sign for wave.
5: Sure. I could fill your podcast with just <laughs> slaughtering Tez, but nobody wants to listen to that. Did Jared do well, by the way? Yes incredible again at weekend 15 Unbelievable. and he got his first 80 minutes, first 80 minutes which was something that was important to him but important to the team because with the loss of Cruz leaving now Rowan Smith doesn't have to cover him on the bench with a, with a fear of him blowing up although he has got Corey if in
4: 18
5: yeah. who looks like he could be a yeah, yeah, yeah Rob, Rob used always talk about Corey and, so, mm. and, and when he left and, and I oh, got disillusioned for a spell. Rob thought we were in great shape, so...
1: Well, Rob's recommended him that's yeah. good enough for the rest. Yeah, yeah. Pro forwards, what do they make of short kickoffs? Yeah. Fans, not fans? <laughs> I'd have to worry about them, so... But, no, but back if, on you were, if you were playing, that's what well, I mean. You know, yeah, but i was not going to face one now, either. Yeah, but then you face whoever's in front of it gets it first, don't If I am on the second phase, that's fine. It's tactical, isn't it? How, how do you
0: feel about it when
5: they're
1: kicking it goes to them
5: anyway? have given up 30 metres of territory. Well then,
0: are the weapons on that front line should they got to it first?
5: What <laughs> if they don't? What if they you then, can't they? But what if they
1: don't? What, about, <laughs> what do you feel about the consequence of a short kickoff? Well, I've got, to,
0: run. Yeah, I've got to run and forward a little bit, but then... Did you nearly drop the F on then? No, you Nearly no, swore then? Never. <laughs> I would run up and then I'd be like, oh, bloody hell, this is a bit hard extra work for me. Yeah, then I'd, I'd smash him back. Then what i do is i make a really big tackle, so I'd push him back 10 metres anyway.
5: It longer. <laughs> I, I, like, I like the trick shots, I do. I, I just, I'm interested in the evolution of this team. On on what we saw over the last two weeks is a team that can play on a dry pitch, yes. passes sticking, trick yeah. shots working, unbelievable entertainment to watch, as opposed to wet, windy, greasy ball where nothing went. I, I wouldn't for a goal pick have been Luke Hoolick or Darrell Alfreds at weekend.
0: Fair, like that weather was a lot worse in person than it looked on TV. When well, you were horrendous. in
1: hospitality work? Adam? You were in hospitality work? I was yes. You did come to the grants.
0: I didn't I came and sat with the uh, normal people. <laughs> I wouldn't say but that. We were, I wouldn't we say we
1: were it tw- with the normal we were people. were twenty
0: metres underneath the stand and it was still beside the drain. Yeah. Do you know what That's I It mean? was just hull. It was a rent? No, I've been to Hull KR many, many a time. And it had a good time there. Apart from that day when it was a Challenge Cup against Castleton, it was a 90 minute game, or a 98 minute game, and it was Baltic. And I was up in the gantry, and it sways that gantry. It's it the worst gantry
5: in the world. It moves whenever everyone yeah. like Yeah.
0: I had a fear of heights. It was one of my first commentated games. It was a 98 minute game, and it was freezing cold. I could have shed a few tears <laughs> if I wasn't so frozen. Yeah, but, but i getting paid. Oh, shoot. I'd do it
2: for the fun. Would you? Nobody say that
1: Yes no. <laughs> I, delete. I mean uh, The first thing that strikes me now Is In this world of podcasting Why haven't you two got to a podcast today? You're I do Get on to I listen level. to a lot of them I listen to this every week I listen I do
5: um, I've got a dog And I've always walked dogs And I've always gone out and walked And, and, and ran I'm training for the Rockborough Marathon So I'm listening To at least one podcast a day so I don't know why I've never bothered with a podcast other than I'd probably get myself sacked. I've to be a well, past the nine o'clock, nine o'clock
0: watershed-esque type of podcast. There, there are well, lots I swear of on the supling,
1: but And I'm also, we
0: don't want to water down markets, do you know what I'm saying? Like, you guys are all doing really well. If we
1: did, uh, we'd we'll uh, be it. What's it buttering So basically we do do butter. so yeah, yeah. we're doing
0: you guys a favour, aren't we?
1: What's
0: that
1: Who's going to win the women's supling? I mean I don't know what you're
0: going to say you? No you don't I'm going to say York or Leeds actually yeah, yeah. That's, I think I mean, that's the right answer two. I think they're the big two Saints can do it at the box through the academy girls I think there's a bit of a restructure going on there In terms of the coaching Their players Leeds have signed really well York have signed really well What both clubs are doing In terms of making the women elite athletes Is very good I'm not focused on the payment thing because I've got my thoughts. It's great that we've got a, a, a bit of payment, but it's not. Please, it's not full-time employment. We've these girls them that. are not we've told professionals. Them. Told them. It is a winning bonus of a nominal amount, which might pay for a bit of petrol, but it's in the right direction. And that's what we need. I don't want to take anything away from the fact that they're getting paid, but I don't want people to think these girls are now professional, because they're not. Um, but I think what both clubs are doing, I think what Clint uh, Goodchild's doing at York is just phenomenal. He was here at the women's launch uh, on Tuesday, but he's walking around, he's, like, he's speaking to his players, like he's calling Kelsey and Sinead, the bosses. He's like, hi boss, how's it going? Like, his respect for the women's game is phenomenal and like, what he wants to do. But he's a business mind, he knows that the women's game is a business and it can be. So he's invested in it, much like here at Leeds, I've always been the front runners of the women's game and they pushing the women, so... Between the two and I think all three, well the challenge club
5: final and the grand final will be between the those two and the it'll be down to the why who gets the to lift, lift the league leaders. I think it's one of the most exciting parts of the game, the women's game at the minute, because we all we always talk about increasing the bottom of the pyramid for participation yeah. and for spectators but everybody who I meet, the lovely girls, but much like any rugby lad, you know you've had Stevie Pitchford on here. Before we've sat down, all lovely lads, you get over that white line and that's it, the, the murderers and serial <laughs> case, aren't they? Which is part of part of the Jetlinide um, attraction of playing rugby, we'll You can be who you want on there. Uh, but I'm delighted to see that we'll will give young girls aspirations yeah, that's it. To go. and some support. we've always been inclusive in rubber we'll I don't care what anybody says, and I know. There's been sticky patches with different, you know, you know, the 70s and the 80s, and I'll, I've listened to the, some of the things that the players of colour have had to go through. We've worked our way through that, but I think we've always been inclusive because we can't afford not to bring everybody in. Well, the love of the game is greater yeah. um, than any discrimination. Or yeah. Like that. yeah. So if you want to play our game, yeah. we're we're, we're, standing we're miles. I'm oh, Sorry, we're right behind it. With, Sky, we're, we're broadcasting quite a lot of games, including the first one this summer, I'm on the international game, I'm doing the comps for the international game in of week, so I'll, I'll do my research and, and look at, and, and canvas, canvas some help from, from Danica who helped me on the last few game, but <coughs> I think what we've got to do is embrace and encourage, and anybody that's got that mindset of it's a man's game.
1: Going to get left behind, and it's unfortunate, but that's what we've got to do to move forward. You know, I know, that was the strap line of Rugby League in the early 80s a man's game for all the family. Yeah, really? well, it,
5: I suppose it is, but if you think of the theory of a man's game and, and the meaning of a man's game back then, it was it's for men. Yeah. What it means now is you, you've got to be at a certain um, yeah. mindset. Yeah. The Hello. 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 How are you? All right.
4: Yeah.
2: Arguably, the game of the week was the wheelchair game
4: between
0: Wigan and Leeds. Well, that was crucial, wasn't it? Because Wigan, you know, beat Halifax, who obviously at the top of the top of the, top of the chain no, there. Okay. So I thought there was a, it was going to be a really important game to see where Leeds were and, and about wheelchair. And um, so... The same the game the weekend it was Wigan and Leeds you with know, But that, that was, it, it was it. Was impo- yeah, but it was important as well. The fact that Wigan made such a statement against Halifax uh, the week before, Leeds to lay down a marker. And, and I'm not saying they only just did it, but it was really quite tight. Which, again, similarly to the women's game, instead of having a couple of front runners, you've now got the game, again, it's, the platform is you know the, it's bigger, people playing it is a lot bigger, thanks to the World Cup, which has been the biggest catalyst for... You know, I'd love to see the figures of people taking up wheelchair this season, but that makes it even better spectacle. Again, another product for the league that's really exciting, and that's I think that was the best result. Had it been a runaway score for Leeds, then not so much. But I'm really glad that there's more teams that are going to compete for
1: the trophies this season there as well. I'm not sure they believe it. We when we were at the wheelchair awards a month or so back, when I, I was speaking to a couple of players, the coach was saying generally watching at home is one of the best things I've ever seen the world can find. And I, I think they believe oh, not that I'm, I'm been disingenuous but that they can have that No, I loved watching it on, on TV and then one of my
0: first live games was commentating and I spent the whole time going hum, 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 because the noise is and I'm ridiculous like the actual physicality of it I know it's,
1: oh, it's hilarious it's watching people see for the first time. But I used to commentate
0: and it was like and it was
1: at the copper box. I had the
4: occasion, I had the stadium,
5: I had the, the echo Everybody. and the, the noise. Oh, so Are you doing alright? Yeah. It was fantastic.
4: Alright. Right, right JP, you're in now. <laughs> <You're> Joining <laughs> the podcast. Yeah, you're yeah in. now. Have you got a podcast It's bring in the big guns going. Alright,
5: okay. We'll Who's podcast as Janik, if you want a drink, you know I'm fantastic. What do you want a drink? No, we're fine. Wait, we're, we'll be stopping in a minute anyway. Yeah.
4: Cause Cause, you'll cause be doing your Because they're going to play this song If again. you wanted to come <laughs> on, you're more than welcome. Right, all right, yeah. There's no format. Okay. No. We're honoured to have you. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. Well, I'm feeling incredibly old because you're a son, sir. Yeah. First yeah. professional <laughs> contract. Yeah, that's right, yeah. He's managed to uh, get in there part uh, time a little bit. How does that I make you feel it's worse tonight? Yeah I mean he's got a long way to go, he's been working hard so he understands that you know it's a part time contract and that is what it is. At the moment but he's done well to get this far. The last five or six years and he he's worked pretty hard on his on uh, his, his physicality, his size and his game over the last two or three years and he just needs to keep doing that. In terms of your association with the game at the moment, you're
2: doing a lot of commercial stuff, kind of soon, you've still got links to the
4: sport you how are you? What, what? Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, uh, I, I think my, my, my links to the game become smaller and smaller over time, but, you know, I, I still do a bit with Leeds. Um, you know, in, in commercial and game day, I love working with, with the BBC as well. So, uh, um, you know, it's an amazing job so very to, to, to do a part of that. I'm just enjoying you know, watching the, the the games this year. I'm just thinking of my drive down here. Do we have in the game but we've got a good product at the moment on the pitch I think you know, like I think about all the you wrestling know, stuff we've had to go through and uh, those kind of things the product we've got on the pitch at the moment is it's really good and enjoyable to watch We were talking to Larry about the physical side of it as well and how that's now
2: being tempered as a potential litigation do you think we're in the right place do you, do you think we're worrying too much about, uh,
4: about the players play because they want to play and they yeah. know the well, I, th- I think you know the dangers. I just think sometimes you need to be safe on yourself a little bit. And you save the players from themselves by putting the right protocols in around returning back to play after suffering sort of a concussion. And also, I'm just a big believer that they've got to get on top of um, collisions in training like the NFL have done. I think that's as much to blame, in, in my opinion, around. Um, one term damage to the brain, and I just think, you know, to still have the right protocols in place and not sanitise the game, too much, I think we can admire people's athletic places and bravery, uh, and still, and uh, we just need the right protocols, I think we're heading in that direction. Did you play when you knew you shouldn't have done Well, I do not knew so much then, you know, 20 years ago, you know, it could be related to, uh, be related to you know, early-onset dementia, but... Yeah there's you know the plenty of games you play when you when you, you get both or you, know, you get you know uh, slightly come across or knocked out and get on and play on again, that was part of it. Um uh, but unfortunately that's changed you know for the players uh, going forward. Nights like tonight where you had stolen top forwards are and you've got Steve Hitch from the, the 70s, you've got Barry, so uh, for now again, yeah.
2: There'll be some stories tonight, i imagine. Yeah, yeah, you
4: know, it should be good fun, you know, You know, for very different um, you know, players in that particular position, so it, it, it should be uh, good, there should be some good on oh, tonight, and I'm looking forward to listening to you you got to see really nice. around. the other challenges that you do you've from a couple of, what, double-hammer and
2: running around London and all that kind of thing, is that as much that you need
4: to keep that company? To for you personally, as well as the money that you've played and raising um, I think maybe when I first uh, fin- finished uh, playing, that may have been occasion case you, know, you needed that physical challenge at the, on the weekend, at the end of the week. But I'm over that now, and I like doing it. You know, I, I like running just for for running's sake, and keeping myself healthy. And I, I like being involved in raising money for charity. I don't I, I, particularly want to be famous. You know, through league, you know, for much, I think you have attained some um, well, we're lovely,
1: but
4: I think it's about using it in the right
1: way and I think that's a good way to do it so they it, it Jeremy, can you show time Rob's goal for you? They're yeah. going to kick us off in a bit, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Thank you. All right, Jeremy. pleasure, no worries. Brilliant. Yeah. We, we need to we need 17 Jews for it because they've been witnessing the Challenge Cup. But I don't think we mentioned Wigan and Link. I think you're, you're probably on the table today and <laughs> we'll just round up the weekend with you. Right, all right. We'll full of that. Nice to see good you Nice so to see you. you. Uh, yeah, we can beat the league. Did we mention that? I can't, everything happened so long ago now. I'm back, hello. I was here all the time, was I, I didn't go off. Um, yeah, juice beating Wigan, so that was quite good. That is the result, result of the Jews, weekend. By far. And, and never looked uncomfortable in that game. It wasn't a... Uh, Oh, they've nicked it in the death kind of thing. They were always, always in that match, which was good. What else the you have been fixtures? That's
2: also good. Not the venues yet, um, or the actual dates, because there's still a bit of work to do with perhaps doing men's and women's fixtures on the same day. But, yeah, the weekends that they're being played all
1: announced, which is is great. I don't think there was anything else in the cup to mention, really. Was it Rochdale mayfield put up a good fight against Newcastle Thunder? Uh, York beating Sheffield Eagles in a very uh, game of two halves. Probably helped by Danny Kerman, there, handicapping by getting sent off in the first half. Having I mean, scored a couple of tries, but... Uh, has played very well in the first half of London,
2: but London then ran away with it. But it's getting interesting now because we're into the penultimate round before we know the 1895 semi-final. So there's some tasty round five fixtures.
1: Wembley with more riding on it than just the Challenge Cup. Wembley is approaching. We won't be here next Monday because it's Easter Monday. And I'm working for this time and a half. And we'll be lying down after all the rugby world. We'll exactly. Watch. So, uh, from Headingley, we'll be back at some point in the next week. There will be a special Women's Super League preview podcast coming out in a couple of days. I'm hoping you can hear the end of this over this wonderful track, which I think we've heard four times. This must be the new one from the Kaiser team. <laughs> but, from a bustling Headingley, thanks for watching. Magazine out next week? Uh, yeah, well, be towards the end of next week. Um, thanks for all your comments, especially uh, Kevin and Mark discussing whether Saints all point and It will be their this there will be their year this year. I've lost the will to speak, not the will, the ability. I'm going to end the stream. Good night. Goodbye. Thank you.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.